Coming out of Luke chapter 24. Whew. Chapter 24. I'm just going to say it real softly. She's here. She's here. She's here. <laughs> With all power. <laughs> Remember the time, Luke chapter 24, verse number 13. <clears throat> She's here. <clears throat> I am Jesus, part number four. <laughs> Remember the time. Here we are. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb bringing the spices which they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. <clears throat> but on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb bringing spices which they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. I want to just focus right here. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. When we think about remember the time, when you go back and you're going to be sitting up eating today, do you remember the time when mama said, do you remember the time when mama told you not to do this? And do you remember the time when it was like this? And do you remember the time when we used to go to the park? Do you remember the time that in church you used to do morning service, afternoon service? You used to eat after church and then go back to 6 o'clock church? And do you remember the time when we used to stand on the street corners with those tracks in our hands? And do you remember the time when we used to go to the house parties and we used to go down to basement and they had the red light. Do you remember the time? Ah, Everybody, there would be more people in the house than it was outside. Do you remember the time when they used to say I'm going to meet you at 3 o'clock and everybody was talking about the big fight that was getting ready to happen and you had this side and you had this side. Do you remember the time when you could not wear bubble toe tennis shoes? Do you remember the time when you wore Bubble toe, bubble toe tennis shoes they said my buddies my buddies they said you got on buddies you got on jacked up tennis shoes do you remember the time when 505 Levi jeans were in and Jordash jeans were in and the beautiful girls would be walking around in their Gloria Vanderbilt jeans do you remember the time when you could not walk around with big cuffs in your pants do you remember the time that if you walked around with floods they said you were poor broke and your your pants were too short. Do you remember the time that if you showed up to school and you had holes in your clothes, people laughed at you. 
do you remember the times oh do you remember the time at the Super Bowl in the middle of the commercial Michael Jackson comes on with the video do you remember the time do you remember the good times do you remember the bad times do you remember the storm and the rain do you remember I believe that we're at a portion in our life where God is wanting us to remember do you remember Jesus wants you to remember he wants you to remember how does he want you to remember here's a quote remember me for who I am remember me for what I've done remember me for the time that I've spent talking and laughing with you remember me for the lessons learned and the days you were protected and given shelter but most of all, when your days seem to grow weary and long, remember me for what I said. Don't just remember me for what I've done. Don't just remember me for the good and the bad times. Don't, don't just remember me when it was all working. And don't just remember me what I gave, but remember what I told you. Remember what I said. It's like when mama and daddy would walk in the house. Uh, uh, did, did you hear what I said? Uh, did you hear what I said? I got you. I got you. Uh, remember that I told you I was going to heal your body. Remember I told you that you're the head and not the tail. Remember I told you that you've got all power in your hand. Remember I said that you can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. Remember I said no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Remember Remember I said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Remember I said, uh, be not afraid. I said, I command you to be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed. Don't be discouraged for whatever be time. God will take care of you. Remember I said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Remember I said, I'll be there low with you always until the ends of the earth. Remember what I said. See, sometimes you got to remember what he said so that you can empower yourself to believe what he said. Because situations will cause you sometimes to lose your memory. Let's look at the psychological issues here that they're facing at the tomb. They seen Jesus die on the cross. They wrapped him up. They put him in a tomb and they sealed the tomb. They come back on the third day and the stone is rolled away. Now there's an issue right there because a headstone represents what? It, re it represents the legacy and the honor. So to remove somebody's headstone is to desecrate the grave it is to disrespect and to dishonor but the stone is rolled away that's the first problem and the second problem is is that they walk in and he's not there that's a major problem can you imagine going out to the cemetery and you get there looking for your loved one and the headstone is gone not only is the headstone gone but there's a hole in the ground and the casket that you laid your mama your grandmama your auntie your daddy your uncle your boo your bae whoever it is is not there not only is it not there but it's empty you gotta be crazy hold on wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute he died he died but see sometimes circumstances will cause you to have a lapse in memory it'll cause you to begin to do things in your life that you should not do and so i want to get right to it what does it mean to remember it means to bring to mind 
cause one to rethink or reconsider having the power to retain one's memory of details, facts. So here it is. The fact is, is that he was dead. The, the fact is, is that we buried him. The fact is, is that we put him in the tomb. The fact is, is that we sealed the tomb. But then the crazy part is, is that we wrapped his body up from head to toe. The fact is, is that all of the things that are factual are, are, are now crazy in my mind. I, I'm going through in my mind. I, I can't be seeing what I'm seeing. I, I, I can't be going through what I'm going through right now because I, I know that I did what I did a couple days ago. I, I know I set my keys right here and you go back and you can't find them. You go back and you can't do this. You know that you did what you did a couple days ago but then when you go back to do it again something is wrong. There is a lapse in memory. I want, I want to talk to you real quick. Uh, 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 here we are. I want to give you some points on how to remember. Here we are. The power of remembrance. The first fact is that you have to regain your power of remembrance. How do I do that? I must rely on the, you must rely on the power of your mind and not your feelings. Remembering has everything to do with your mind and not your emotions because your emotions will cause you to not remember. Your, your emotions will cause you to negate what you've heard, what you know, what you believe. That's why the angel comes to them and says, why are you so perplexed? Why are you so jacked up? Why are you sitting here acting as if you don't know, but you have to be able to rely on your mind in times of confusion and perplex and perplexity, never allowing yourself to become so overwhelmed that you're unable to think or make sound judgments. He ain't in the tomb. That's a problem. All of the stuff that we wrapped him up with is sitting right here. So where is he? How did he get up? Who rolled away the stone? Who has disrespected the Savior? Who's come in and stole his body so that people can now bring up another accusation? But you got to calm yourself as, as Tremaine as Millie Brown used to always tell me you got me twisted sometimes you got to look at your situation and simply say you got me twisted uh, uh, you twisting this thing all up the power of remembrance has everything to do with you relying on your mind your conscious and not your inner emotions and feelings ah, number three the power to rethink the power to rethink. There's power in remembrance, but then there's power to rethink. As you remember, sometimes you got to give yourself power to rethink. What, what does that represent? Reconsider by asking yourself, have you overreacted to the fact that Jesus is not in the tomb? How many times have you overreacted? Because you didn't see Jesus show up when he said he was going to show up. How many times did you overreact when it did not come through like it was supposed to come through? The money that was supposed to hit your account and you paid the bill in advance because you believed God after paying your tithe and sowing your offering and sowing your seed and blessing somebody else throughout the week that God was going to bless you. Sometimes you got to allow yourself to rethink and reconsider, am I overreacting? 
reacting? Am I overreacting? Uh, it was when the two men in the dazzling clothing questioned them about their fear and uncertainty of not seeing Jesus' body in the tomb that they were able to think clearly. It's important that you, that you enable the power of rethinking in moments like this when you don't see it in the tomb. You got to rethink. You got to reconsider. You, you got you to gotta calm yourself and sit your little tail down and say, am I overreacting? Uh, he's going to do it. I don't know when he's going to do it, but he said he was going to do it. But he said he was going to do it. I don't know when, but he said he would never leave me. He said that he would provide for me. He said he was going to heal my body. Are you overreacting to the doctor's report? Are you overreacting to the issues in your life right now? Are you overreacting? reacting to the financial crisis in your life come on and reconsider he said that every time you pay your time that he will rebuke the devourer for your sake that he would cause the heavens and the windows to open on your behalf and pour you out a blessing that you will not have room enough I tell you I dare you to reconsider reconsider don't give up now don't throw in the towel but reconsider Rethink it, rethink it, rethink it. Don't, don't leave now. Don't, 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 don't run out now. Don't, don't do something crazy. Take time and reconsider. Don't overreact. Don't overreact. Number four. Number four. The power of recollection. <laughs> uh, the power of recollection. Uh, it, it means that you've got to be able to replay the events of what was said. Ah, you got to be able to replay. When you look at sports right now, uh, there is a replay system that if they cannot see the call in the, in the live movement of the game, they have cameras everywhere that can catch images that they cannot see with the normal eye. When you have the power of recollection, it is the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can see stuff that you can't see with your normal eye. The Holy Spirit can hear stuff that you can't hear with your normal eye. The Holy Spirit can cause you to be aware of dangers that are approaching you that you don't even know. It can cause you to be aware that something's happening in your body. Something's getting ready to happen in your family. The power of recollection, of recollection, I'm sorry. What was, what was said? The power is that you got to understand he told them that's why you got to remember the time remember the time I told you I will be delivered into the hands of sinful man so why are you perplexed why are you overreacting I told you that I was going to the cross I told you that my hour was near I told you that you were going to deny me Peter I told you that you were going to do this I told you not only did I tell you that I was going to be delivered into the hands of sinful men but that I would be crucified by the means of a cross that my life would be put on public display that my beating and my suffering 
that I was going to suffer something that no other human could ever suffer. I would bleed out even before I get to the cross and still have more blood to shed while I'm on the cross. They would put crowns of thorns down in the center of my head, poking into my skull. That's got to be crazy. He said that I am going to suffer and no man can stop what is going to happen. But then I also told you, I'm just not going to be delivered into the hands of sinners. I'm just not going to die on the cross. But after all of this, I will rise on the third day. Sometimes you've got to invoke the power of recollection. You've got to invoke that power to allow the Holy Spirit to replay it in your mind that he said he was going to die. He said he was going to suffer. But after all, he did tell me that he was going to get up. So maybe I am overreacting. Maybe I am a little too perplexed. Maybe I am too emotional. Do you remember the time? Do you remember the time, the power of remembrance? Uh, uh, the power to rethink, uh, the power of recollection. But then after you replay it in your mind, you've got to invoke the power of reassurance. Uh, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste uh, of his glory divine. Heir of salvation. Uh, hey, I've been washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song. I've been praising my Savior all day long. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto thee. Hey, his eye is on the sparrow. I must tell Jesus all of my troubles and all of my burdens. I surrender all. Hey, I bless your name. Sometimes you need the power of reassurance to get you to the next place. The power of reassurance has everything to do with remembering his words. I will return on the third day. That's all you need to remember, that he's going to return, that he's going to do it, that he's going to be a promise keeper, that he's not a man, that he should lie, that he's going to stick by his word, that if he healed Jairus' daughter, if he stopped the issue of blood, if he raised the lame to walk, if he caused the blind to see, what can else he do for you? How can he do it for you? He ain't going to leave you stuck out there in the middle of a river. If he can save Peter as he walked on the water, what more can he do for you? How can he do it for you? Just remember his word. I'll never leave you. I'm going to not leave you comfortless, but I'm going to leave the best friend that you'll ever have. His name is the Holy Ghost. His name is the Holy Ghost. See, when I grew up, they called it the Holy Ghost. That pretty little thing calls it the Holy Spirit. No, no, no. I grew up off of the Holy Ghost. There's power in his name. There's power when you call on his name. Demons tremble at the power of his name. The power of reassurance is that you will not be by yourself. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now faith is, it is the hope of my conviction, the substance of things not seen. I got it. The power of reassurance is that you got to report all that happens. I said I wasn't going to tell nobody, but I couldn't keep it to myself. I couldn't keep it 
to myself. Said I wasn't going to tell nobody. I said I was going to keep it to myself. I said I was going to keep this financial issue to myself. But God has been too good. I can't keep it to myself. I tried to hold unemployment to myself. But God provided when I didn't have a job. He provided when I didn't have food on my table. He provided when everything was going wrong. He provided when all hell broke loose in my marriage, in my life. He provided when I was sick and people paid my bills. People paid the bills of my business. They made sure that I did not fall. You gotta report the good news that he ain't in the tomb. That everything that we did is left here and he's gone to Galilee as he told you that he would do. Do you remember? He told you something. He, he gave you a promise. He told you something. Do you remember? Do you remember? When that little boy was born, he came out of his mama's room, held him in his hand. Do you remember? When he was in the hospital for years, but now he's walking around. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember when you yourself couldn't think right in your natural mind? You were all jacked up. You were all messed up. But do you remember that he said, I'm going to heal you. The blood will wash away all of your sin. The blood is going to redeem you. I'm going to come back and make sure that you understand that I paid the debt, that I paid the debt, that I paid it all. You remember, you remember when you were stuck, you remember. See, the crazy thing about this text and about the life of Jesus is that many of us don't understand is that he didn't have to come back to see you. He simply said that I will return on the third day. That's a broad statement. He could have just returned and went to heaven. He, he didn't have to allow you to see him. But see, God completes everything that he starts. You've got to see him through the whole way through. You can't just see me as Jesus. But before I ascend to be with my Father, you gotta see me as Christ. See, see the text changes and the language changes because they said the body of Lord Jesus. Oh, they put Lord in front of his name. Did you hear what the text is doing? And in previous, Jesus, our Lord, but they said Lord Jesus. So now, his deity now supersedes his act. See, a lot of us are just stuck on Jesus. Jesus can only redeem you. Jesus can only save you. But Lord, Christ, Christo, represents that he has all power to give you anything that you need beyond your salvation. Because it's just not being saved, but it's living for him. See, being saved is something that's required of you, but it's your choice. But once you make the choice, 
You're not required. You're mandated to live for him. And that's why he cannot just be Jesus, but he has to be Jesus Christ. Christ represents his deity. It represents now that you have to honor him as the ultimate servant king. Ooh. Servant king. Christ now becomes the servant king. A king that is serving other kings. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord, lowercase, of lords. That's why you got to see yourself as being a part of a royal priesthood. Do you remember the time? Come on, lift your hands. Lift your hands. And just say, Lord, I thank you for the power of remembrance. I thank you for the power to rethink. I thank you for the power of recollection. I thank you for the power that reassures that you're not dead. You're alive and you live in me. And as of today, I'm going to fight that you remain as Christ, Lord, Savior, and Jesus in my life. I deny myself. I pick up my cross so that I become a living and breathing follower of Jesus Christ. I believe that today is the greatest day of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, put your hands together. Jesus.